Welcome to Entrepreneurs, Badri um, saying here. Um, today I wanted to talk about strategies for happiness. We hear about happiness all the time. This will make you happy. This that will be happy. Actually, it's not that even happy the word is kind of, I don't know, my perception of how I hear it. It's just like this word happy. I want to be happy. But I think if we can change our mindset around happiness and the word happy, we might be onto something, meaning happiness is what we're looking for. You know, you could put in that bag with happiness, fulfillment, satisfaction. These are other important words. Happiness, what is it? Why does it? My question is, is why aren't we taking it so seriously? In that, I mean, seriously in that, looking at it seriously being honest about it seriously and thinking differently about happiness. Without a doubt, everything we do, we think is something that's moving us closer towards happiness. So, you know, entrepreneurs, particularly beginning with my first module, which is, or program is happiness by design, which is a really simple, and everything we do in entrepreneurs is simple, it's accessible, and it delivers clarity around um, what is happiness, what are we doing, and how to achieve it. And one of the things in Happiness by Design is I show, in summary, some, some, some of the research on happiness and why is it that we as ordinary persons trying to pursue happiness know nothing or don't look into or aren't being taught or told the findings on happiness by all the psychologists and researchers. So in Happiness by Design, um, we learn very quickly, particularly in the field of positive psychology, that the strategies we're using for happiness don't produce very good quality or quantitative happiness. What I call the amount of investment on return is high investment, very low return. Um, so if we look around um, in our individual lives, entrepreneurs is to get you to think about happiness on different levels, the full spectrum of happiness. There is a spectrum to happiness and most people are unaware, even as ordinarily known. You know, if you, it is well known, psychological research and in your own experience, think about it. When you try to please yourself, you get happy. But the amount of happiness you experience by pleasing yourself for you is very short-lived and not very deep. But when you try to help someone else, when that strategy, think of these as strategies, when you use the strategy to please somebody else and you go to a lot of effort, um, this is how people upgrade in their life. They often get into charity or philanthropy. And you find these persons find a different quality of happiness where it's more sustainable, more long-lasting, and much deeper. They did studies in Canada with students. Um, one study I, I recall out of many, many studies where they gave students like, I don't know, 50 bucks, 20 bucks, Canadian, and said, go and spend the money on yourself. And they measured their relative level of happiness on um, before they were 
spent the money and after they spent the money on themselves. And yes, they they had an increase in happiness to a certain degree, which was you no know, seemed quite nice. Then what they did is they then gave them another 20 bucks and said, go and spend the money on someone else. Go and make someone's day. And the level of happiness, relative level of happiness according to their parameters of what they use um, um, to measure, was much, much deeper happiness and much more sustained. So uh, what I want you to get to think about and what entrepreneurs is all about from one angle or in essence is getting the mindset shift to change the way you approach the world so you can get a different experience this is well known in success mindset books and self-development books but the yogis know all about this the yogis know that according to your state of consciousness that will determine your experience and quality of happiness they use terms, and this is 5,000 years old, for instance, in the Prime Yoga text, Bhagavad Gita, we hear about these modes of nature. And, the, and so in nature, there are three colors, if you like, yellow, red, and blue. And the lowest mode is the mode of ignorance. And in the mode of ignorance, if you act in that way, if you think in the mode of ignorance, you'll act in a certain way, and your actual quality of happiness will actually be not very good in the beginning, and it will actually be very bad at the end. An exa example they give is like drug use. Someone wants to be happy taking something that the very thing itself is poisonous and the very end result is poisonous. And they talk about that. It's interesting. Yogis know about this. Yogis are very interested in pursuing an, the highest quality of happiness. But Let's look at the next mode. The middle mode they talk about is the mode of passion. Now, the mode of passion is a influence in nature, in, in the atmosphere. And you see some people uh, very much um, in this mode where they, they're very active. People in the mode of ignorance, their happiness is very inactive, very self-centered. But those in the mode of passion can be very very active in pursuing big goals. They want to do a lot. Generally love it, you know, the hustle and bustle in the city of activity. And their happiness is generally very um, intense in the beginning. So there is like a feeling of happiness in the beginning, but then a, uh, but no happiness at the end, no very low happiness at the end. So maybe you've somebody's experienced that, all these little highs and hits of the city life, but then you feel very low afterwards. You know, you pursue and work hard. And you've got a lot of people, corporate people, they work hard for years and years pursuing, enjoying their career. And then by the time they're older, they feel quite empty inside, and disappointed in so many ways. Passionate affairs, very exciting in the beginning, right? Very active, pursuing, passionate meeting of people coming together, and then after a while, it turned sour. And then there's the mode of goodness, which is where you um, pursue happiness on a higher plane, meaning you use, you're more interested in your inner, your, in, your essence of yourself, who you really are, and how you can connect on a deeper level to yourself and nature around you and see how things are all connected, a more kind of um, self 
realized or spiritual sort of uh, perception of things where you see things as more sacred and your life is more balanced and in that happiness actually the to pursue that type of happiness is really interesting because when you pursue modal goodness the highest modal happiness as ordinarily known um, it's actually a little bit hard in the beginning it's not that much happiness in the beginning because you have to restrain, you have to control yourself, you have to do some work um, to get that balance. And I think people want this automatically, but if you want higher sustainable happiness, you have to sacrifice, right? There's some sacrifice in the beginning. But the result, long-term, is sustainable happiness, yeah? You know, you could take the example of you know, monks. They go through years and years of, what should we say, quite well when you look at their lifestyle it looks quite austere they don't do much they just meditate they um, they're not pursuing like passion or ignorance kind of strategies it looks quite dull doesn't seem like much is happening they're restraining they're holding back so to speak but then when you meet them years and years later they're very content and very happy they earn another level of happiness so Happiness is is interesting, but what I'm opening your mindset to today, maybe I'm not saying you haven't thought about this, but really deepening it, and maybe it's new for some of you, is that try to think about what is the quality of happiness that you're looking for? Now, what type of happiness do you want? They're not all, every type of happiness has a different level of quality and, and, and duration. So, Often we're just in autopilot. We're just living my life. I'm just being me. I'm just me, you know, I'm just me and I'm going about everything I do. And we just assume just being you and just doing what you're doing will make you happy. <laughs> Try to see this. This is how we become more conscious of our existence. We move into higher consciousness means just just wake up a little bit about what's really going on for you. This is a huge shift. This will change your life forever if we can just move into becoming conscious of us. Like, what do I do? Why do I do that? You know, is what I'm doing really getting what I want? What, what I want? Often we just like habit. So much of our being is just habits, habit energy, habits we picked up from others, conditioning we picked up from others. So the first stage of becoming an entrepreneur, meaning someone on the pursuit for the highest quality of happiness and fulfillment, is you have to you have to become more conscious. You have to become aware of your condition, aware of what what's just autopilot about me, the way I think, uh, the way I act. Is it do I have to just continue doing this, and is it getting me the results that I want? Even if it is getting the results that I want, are there higher results I could be getting? I just don't know about. So this is how we want to think. So thinking and changing our thinking is really important. And this is in uh, this is all to do with success mindset. It's an entrepreneur, an innovator, but it's also um, paralleled and and the same as well how a genuine yogi thinks. Genuine yoga has. Um, we must repeat this, is not really to do with being on a mat and doing exercises. 
It's a very small part of a component of yoga lifestyle. It keeps you physically healthy. The whole purpose of the, uh, the stretching, the meditation, is so you can become conscious. So when you leave the mat, you become more in control of yourself and your body and your feelings and your breathing, that you can actually see what's really going on in your life and you can interact with the world and the energies of this world in a way that is for your, in your best interest. There are so many influences out there for happiness. Let's get, let's get into that. So what, what type of influences do you think are being pushed outside onto you, being pushed from outside onto you? What's the predominant strategies that you are seeing every day on social media, in the malls, on the movies? What's the predominant mode that's going to make you happy? What are they showing you? They're showing the mode of passion. They're showing you that middle mode, that middle level of happiness, where if you pursue your own individual goals, with vigor and determination and actively, just for, just for you, you're going to experience happiness, but then you're going to have a feeling of non-fulfillment after. I remember living in London for years. I was ticking all these boxes. I had my job. I got the nice girl. I had a very, very strong, passionate relationship. I was in rock and roll bands. I was pursuing my arts, in that my art in that way, um, going out in the mode of passion, just taking you know, drinking and doing stuff that would make me feel good. And in my late 20s, I was, remember thinking, just not a film. It was very me-centered. Um, I didn't know. And I remember thinking, is there anything higher than this? And there is. But I didn't know. Maybe you were like, maybe you've been like me. We see a lot of successful people. You know, everything from the Beatles to entrepreneurs, actresses, all confessing. But when they got the result of this mode of passion um, success, um, they felt very depressed and empty, like nothing, nothing was there. So something is going on here. They had to realize. They, they, I don't know if they do realize, but they're realizing that they're actually just in the middle mode of happiness. There is a higher level, and the higher level is we have to move up to other strategies. So let's, what does the yogi say? Mode of goodness. What's mode of goodness about? Developing qualities of the heart. Going into the inner essence of yourself and understanding that within your voluntary control in all circumstances, whether you are materially successful or not successful, you're famed or defamed, money, no money, the type of person you are, the attitude that you have to that situation can, can override those things. You can still be happy. It's all about developing heart qualities, bringing out character. I see this in the world of, um, of millionaires and persons that I've been working with over the last few years, where they say quite frankly that, you know, yes, I have all this success, but what brings me the great joy is, is helping others become successful, sacrificing for others to give people a, a chance in life, meaning they want to do charity they want to help people they want they, they, their heart is yearning for more than just acquisition and they also talk about how the journey shaped their character how they learn to control themselves have a balanced life take care of their health take care of their marriage take care of their relationships see this is a balanced life so if you're seeing within this podcast that the key to fulfillment 
is who you become along the way and the development of qualities of, of, of character and who you are. And this is what the yogis have been talking about thousands of years, that within the heart of every being, um, these qualities exist. They just need to be brought out, cultivated. It's like wood. Wood has the potential to bring out fire. You just use a certain method, you can make the wood turn into fire, and it will blaze. And so within wood is that potential. So within everybody's heart, within every being, there is the potential to bring out these qualities. And that is within everybody's control at any moment, any time. It's just a matter of bringing it out. So rather than having a self-centered life, bring out the qualities of the heart. So if we look at the mode of goodness and we look at positive psychology, let's get back into the research to back this up. So all the positive psychological research shows that perception or consciousness makes up 40% of your overall happiness experience. And it's within your voluntary control. Only 10% of your overall happiness comes from acquisitions, getting things, changing your circumstances, getting the girlfriend, getting the fame. Fame is an acquisition. It's something you get and you think will satisfy you. But actually, that's only 10% of your happiness on average comes from that. That's why you see successful people dissatisfied after they obtain. And every platform they reach, there's not ultimate satisfaction there. There's always one more. But that 40%, and the yogis say you can go beyond 40% by non-material methods. That's a whole other topic in my spiritual by design. But as ordinarily known, if you, if you cultivate the qualities and um, you start cultivating appreciation, gratitude, forgiveness, kindness, non-envy, if you, if you start actively creating habits that cultivate those qualities within you of giving, caring, you will become happy, qualitatively higher than you're experiencing now, and you, and more sustainable durational, sustainable happiness will come into your life. You'll have a much more fulfilling life. The less you think of yourself and you think of others, the more fulfilled you will be. Now, how do you do that? You've got to have a plan. <laughs> That's another podcast. All the principles of success, goal setting, and habits have to come into place. You have to have a plan. You have to be doing things every day that cultivate that it's a garden. It's not automatic. You have to, it's not automatic that a piece of wood goes on fire. You have to know how to make the fire come out. It takes effort, time, patience, confidence, it takes knowledge, it takes expertise. So similarly, all these qualities can be brought out. That's why you see in so many therapies today, cognitive behavioral therapies, psychological therapies, are all about getting individuals to develop these qualities of the heart. So an entrepreneur is someone who's fully rounded in success and happiness and understands that they are a being who has inner deep needs that need to be expressed and qualities that need to be brought out to have that long sustainable happiness. This is perfect, the perfection of happiness. This is where you start to realize and start to understand today that there's a spectrum of happiness and our spectrum of happiness, uh, we could be just on the low end of that spectrum. So my, the programs I run and everything we do with entrepreneurs gives everyone to plug into that spectrum and learn about high levels of the spectrum, given the strategies and tools and knowledge how to go to a higher level. Thanks very much.